welcome to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. And this week, we are going to school. Yes, we are going to schools. Sch- schools multiple? Uh, hmm. N- no, I guess we were just going to school. <laughs> One school. One school. Well, but and- a big school that encompasses all things toilet. Yeah. And, and we invite all the listeners to come to this school as well, to learn. Yes, Place of learning, culture. What is it people say? The, the University of Life. <laughs> yeah, is a big toilet. Yeah. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's kind of metaphor for life, isn't it? What, toilets? Some, yeah, well, some people would, would find that life isn't all sunshine and roses, and it's just a big toilet. <laughs> life is like a toilet. <laughs> Sometimes you have to flush some stuff down. Sometimes you just leave it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, as ever, and by ever I mean the the previous two episodes of this season, uh, I'm going to uh, bring to you, Steve, and and the listeners, a a word for toilet in another language, which has a a very tenuous link to to schools and our topic this week. Uh... Apologies to everyone for butchering once again this word. Okay, so this is the word for the actual toilet, I believe. Uh, in fact, I believe you two words. Um, so Ooh. there's, yeah, um, uh, sanita and privada. Sanita and privada? Yeah. They sound like sort of european like almost Spanish, but I don't think they're Spanish. Hmm. Um, you're, you're, you're right in thinking that. Uh, that's a that's a clue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> probably figured that already. It was like privada, sort of like privacy, and what was the other one? Sanita. Or Sanita is like sanitation. I yeah. I don't. I don't know where the emphasis is on in in the word. So. Okay. Um. Hmm. So let's say Portuguese. Correct, Amanda. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hazard a guess as to why I've chosen Portuguese? Because uh, in Portugal they have schools. <laughs> yes! Yes, uh, I got it. So the reason I've chosen Portuguese is because I found a report on access to toilets in schools. And I was really shocked to find that 80% of schools in this particular country has no sanitation. And I'm not talking about Portugal talking about another country it's actually guinea bissau which is in west africa and they speak portuguese there so i was just thinking oh gosh oh gosh 80 percent of schools having no sanitation as, as in like no no water no toilets nothing that's sucky yeah super sucky that would totally put anyone off going to school i don't know if you did any more research around that but i found that there was a study in 2018 i think and they found that I think it was about a third of schools don't have access to like proper sanitation facilities, toilets and sinks and things. Yeah, that's right. What what report did you read, by the way? Just wondering if we actually found the same one. I don't remember what it was called. The toilet report? I don't know. Okay. This is uh, the toilet report. So I think we probably were looking at the same document. So it's called The Crisis in the Classroom. Uh, yes. Subtitle: The State of the World's Toilets in 2018, and it's done by Water Aid. Uh, in fact, what I'll do is I'll put a link to this this uh, PDF 
uh, on Instagram and Steve Loop put it on Twitter if anyone's I'll interested. I'll put it on Twitter. It. Yeah. Then all our zero followers can click on it. Yeah. So that's at Soap and Mirrors on Instagram and our Twitter handle is? It's at Soap and Mirror with no S <laughs> okay. at the end because that one was taken. All right, there we go. So there, it's a really interesting report. It's very accessible, readable, and, and it will just give you a breakdown of what the situation is in schools around the world. So, yeah, there we have it. Guinea-Bissau, 80% of schools have no sanitation, and about a third of the world has, um, what was it? No no basic sanitation. Yeah, no, I think it's... Or no, sorry, no, limited or no sanitation. Yeah, which is insane. In fact, a quarter of the world, a quarter to a third of the world, actually has no access to a toilet. And that's outside in, of schools. Okay, just just, just anywhere, just generally, yeah. But I don't want to, you know, start the episode on a downer. Um, I will give you a, a heads up that Uganda, in the same report, is reported as having, you know, 79% of schools with basic sanitation. So that's, they're reporting the increase in sanitation in various countries and Uganda's up there. Woohoo! Nice. Go Uganda. Yeah. You can duh. do it. <laughs> Uganda. There's a little bit of uh, schooling for you listeners. I've got some more schooling for people. So do, I don't know if you guys, do, do you guys have hall passes here? Is that a thing in the UK? We don't. At least when I was at school, it wasn't. Do you want to briefly explain what a hall pass is? A hall pass is basically, you're in class, you want to go to the toilet or something, you get a hall pass from the teacher, mm -hmm. and I think it's, I think there's a few different reasons for them. One is so that you don't have too many people going at once, so the teacher might have one or two hall passes, um, okay. and that way there's not, they don't lose track of if five people have gone to the toilet and not come back and they're all having a party, which is like kind of what I used to do. Um, <laughs> and I think the other is just so that if a teacher sees them in the hall or someone sees them in the hall, they know that they have permission to be there, that they're not just skipping class or whatever. Okay, sure. So teachers give out these hall passes. I was doing some research into hall passes. There's not a lot uh, academically, <laughs> I'll say, about hall passes. <laughs> but I did find a few somewhat interesting things. The first one is that, and I'll send you a few of these and you can kind of link to them or put them up on Instagram and I'll, okay. I'll retweet them. Um, and they're kind of creative hall passes that teachers use to give to students. And some of them are a little bit weird. So it seems one teacher uses a, a toilet seat as a hall pass. There's someone who, who gave... Uses a, a whole toilet seat? Just the, the rim, I guess. The rim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You have to hold that and take that with you to the toilet. Yeah. Use the and toilet then, and then bring it at back. At least if the toilet's broken, you have, uh, you have a fix. Oh, charming. Someone has a, a big poster of a bear that they were using. There's uh, someone's using a trumpet, an alligator head. There's a one that's a picture of Burt Reynolds. So I don't know. I guess it's the kind of thing <laughs> that teachers can get really creative with if they, if they want to and have a little bit of fun with it. Because it doesn't really matter what it is as long as it's... You know, something that can't be easily recreated, I suppose, and faked. I so. see. Okay, I was thinking, why? Why have these huge, ridiculous objects? I see. So you can't have someone forging yeah. their, their way. It's the quite toilet. hard to forge. Uh, I mean, if you bring your own trumpet or whatever, then yeah. fair play to you. But if you bring your own this person uses head. a cinder block. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe sometimes they act as a deterrent as well if, if 
you don't go unless you really need to go because you have yeah. to you know, carry a cinder block or giant poster of a bear or whatever. So uh, that's kind of a fun thing. But then I learned about something recently, which is they're now starting to introduce in some schools in various places, I think probably mostly the states, they are introducing e-hall passes. So it's basically an app. Okay. And the way I understand that it works is most students nowadays, this is the thing most students seem to like have computers, at least in the upper kind of years. Okay. They have their own laptops or they have school Ooh. laptops that they use or whatever. Um, and so they have this app, it's called the e-hall pass. And basically they have to say on the app that they want to go to the toilet and then they'll get approval from you know, an administrator or someone. And if they're gone for too long or if there's something fishy about it, after a certain amount of time, it will alert whatever administrator is looking after it. Okay. And then they can go investigate. Um. And when the student gets back, they sign in and turn off. So they, if, if they do everything the right way, it, it should all work. But then, you know, if they have to take a particularly long poop, or... Yeah, well, they're the medical condition. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to think the app would uh, like flag allow that. F- okay, sure. But there's a lot of... There's some controversy about it from things like parents and students alike saying it's a bit of a violation of their privacy. Um, it is. Can... It's also just very overcomplicated, this whole hall pass thing. Uh, maybe it's because I, I was a good student <laughs> uh, and I didn't Skype. But it's just it's just one of those things where it just it just seems like such a huge palaver around children wanting to go to the toilet. Yeah, I would as someone who did go to the toilet for longer <laughs> longer breaks than I needed, it would have definitely hindered that a bit. But at the same time, I almost would want to try and find ways of getting around it more. So, okay. for example, I, yeah. I might have tried to, say, use my phone to remotely access my computer or something, and then that way I could turn it off and pretend I was back in class when I wasn't, or something like that. Like, I'd look yeah. for ways. That would, that would inspire me to try harder to overcome it. Than if I was, was going to say, people were definitely going to hack the system. There's going to be someone who manages it, and then they'll have to, the whole, the whole system will fail, and they'll have to think of a new system. Ugh. Yeah, and it's a lot of data collection as well. So in terms of how often the person goes to the toilet or what their habits are, it starts to be, I mean, Google already knows a lot of stuff, but I guess people don't want the more companies to have that information about their toilet going habits. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you get targeted ads for. <laughs> yeah. Various, I don't know, pills to help help you uh, stay. Have have less fiber, more, more fiber. <laughs> yeah, or like Flintstone vitamins or something to fix your digestives. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that's so that's that's kind of the future of the oh. present and future of hall passes is uh, is digital, I guess. Maybe, I'm maybe wondering, a is this just it. a very Canadian American thing? Because I I don't think we have hall passes here in Britain. At least it not probably where is. I grew up. And I mean, I went to school in Australia as well, and they, they don't even really have hallways there, so a lot of their, school, <laughs> lot of their schools are, like, outside-based. Right. So you just have, like, bush passes rather than hallways. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> bush pass. Cool. Okay. Well, I'd like to introduce you, Steve, to Shvani's Public Toilet School. Hooray! Uh, How much is tuition? 
Uh, it's free yes. because all toilet access should be free and toilet education should be free. Uh, today, you'll be having a vocabulary lesson. Oh, good. <laughs> you seem so thrilled. I I don't really love it when I sign up for a class and the first day is a test. Well, Hopefully. I'm not giving you a hall pass to go to the toilet. Dang it. <laughs> You're not getting a crocodile head or a toilet seat. Shucks. Yeah. I mean, you could just stand up and leave to go to the toilet so I can physically stop you. <laughs> no! <laughs> just kidding. A bit of audio-related humor. <laughs> I did mildly panic then. Right, here's the first word, and I'm going to ease you in, because I know you know the meaning of this word. Latrinalia. That is a graffiti in toilets. Yeah. Public toilets or whatever. Restrooms. Yay. So I believe we first referred to this in season one, uh, in the Victoria Station episode, which is episode 13, where Steve spotted some latrinalia. And yeah, we're just, we're just very happy to know that there is a word for it. So yeah. yes. And we've been spotting it ever since. Of course, yeah. And I'm sure every single person here who's listening have spotted latrinalia at some point in a public toilet. Yeah, it can be anything from funky artwork to call this number for a good time or whatever that graffiti is. Oh yeah, we've seen poetry. Mm. Uh, I think I've seen maths. Maths in a toilet, someone just doing sums. <laughs> do what do whatever you want, really. Well, you shouldn't. Thumbs on the bums. <laughs> <laughs> That's very difficult. You have to be very. Uh, what's what's the word? Flexible and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, sums while sitting on their bums, not uh... necessarily riding the sums <laughs> on their bums. <laughs> that would make more sense. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh gosh, here's here's another word. You know, we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but we've never actually said what the technical word is. Okay. It's okay. Paruesis. What? Can you spell at least that middle uh, bit? Paruesis. So it's spelled P-A-R-U-R-E-S-I-S. Paruesis. Yeah. Mm, reminds me of Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> Pererisis. I don't know. Something like like para is making me think of a parasol or like an umbrella, so some kind of covering. So I'm going to give you a clue in this in this vocabulary les- vocabulary lesson. I'm going to be talking about things that happen in or you see in public toilets. So for example, we've had latrinalia. That's a very public toilet specific thing. Uh, and this word, the paruesis, par- is something that would typically happen. Uh, in a public toilet, basically when you've got other people around. So it's a condition. Is it fear of peeing in front of other people? Yeah, absolutely. Spot on. It's it's what is known as shy bladder. So we've we've talked about this in previous episodes, season one, where we've talked about about performance anxiety, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, this this, this is an actual medical condition. It's... it refers to anxiety using toilets when others are around. It doesn't have to be in public toilets. It could just be in your own home. If your if your partner or family member or friend is is nearby, uh, you know, in the next room, and you're using the toilet, that can cause anxiety. Uh, it can happen at any age, and it is completely treatable. But uh, unfortunately, the risks of having paruesis 
just because you are holding in urine or you're not able to go, you can just risk uh, getting UTIs, urinary tract infections, and you'd weaken the pelvic floor muscles. So long term, it's really, really awful. And of course, it would just stop you from using public toilets, probably. Can you guess what parkoprasis is? Sorry, I was going to say that again. Sounds like... Sounds like parkour. So is that parkouring around toilets? <laughs> oh, what you did in uh, school, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Listen to season one, episode nine, which is the United Grand Lodge of England episode, where Steve very comically explains <laughs> how he used to spend time in his school toilets. It's, it's worth a listen. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, we used to climb around on top of them. And at one point, a kid got caught on top of the toilets by a teacher. Anyway, that is uh, not what that is, I'm guessing. That is not what parkoprasis is. Sorry, it's really hard to say. Parkoprasis. Parkoprasis. So it's very similar to paruesis, but it is... For pooping. Yeah, exactly. Shy bowel. That's your vocabulary lesson. Interesting. Today. You have one and not the other. Ooh. I imagine you'd be more likely if you had paruesis, the peeing one. I, I imagine you would also have the pooping one. But I feel like you could have the pooping one, but I, be okay with yeah, peeing. I, I would say so. Now, I'm going to speak very frankly here. Going When you're going for a number two in a public toilet, it can be a bit noisy. Now, going to just doing a number one in, in the public toilet is, is noisy as it is. You know, it, it makes the, the pouring water sound. But it's the same noise. You know what that, you know what that yeah. noise every time. Whereas for a number two, that, that there are such a range of noises. Exactly. And there's gas as well and that can yeah. all be that can be very musical and with um with solid waste it can yeah it can it can really be a, a percussion performance yeah and some people just don't want that and i know that i find it a little bit difficult i think less now i'm just i'm just like you know what i need to poop and whoever's around you're gonna enjoy the performance <laughs> you're gonna hear it you're gonna smell yeah. it and you're gonna yeah. love it exactly so i just go but for a very long time and i think even if i go to people's houses and the toilet is just next to the living room. You know, my friends are having a good time in the living room. And you go to the toilet and there's a, you know, a, a very echoey room. Y- you're going to you're gonna tell everyone without... That can be, that it, can be very scary because you yeah. don't know how loud it is on the other side of exactly. that Exactly. So I would say that I do have a, a smidgen of parkoprasis. And I don't have paruesis at all so i certainly think that you can have one without the other Hmm. definitely um and on that note with with uh the the noisiness because i think that's what noisiness and smells i think they're the the main things that would cause shy bladder or even shy bowel uh you kind of want to mask the sounds right or mask the smells Somehow, yeah. if you could, if you could, if you were absolutely... <laughs> if you could take a pill that would make your poo smell good and not make any noise, that would be great. That would solve a lot of problems. So there we go. That's that's one solution. Other solutions that might help these issues if you're designing public toilets is fully enclosed toilet stalls rather than having the gaps. You know, you have the gaps below yep. or uh, above the doors. So if you Soundproof rooms. Sound, yeah. Sound, <laughs> which I know can have its dangers, but... but but also it would help one just relax a little bit. Although I think in a soundproof room, because that would, it would be so quiet and then you would hear your own business happening mm-hmm. with such a cacophony <laughs> that it I don't know that I would insane. want to, I, I'd rather risk being heard than have to be kind of 
surrounded by trapped in by the echo chamber of your yeah. own <laughs> it'd be like a contemporary music performance yeah one that i would never go to <laughs> uh i know that some of our uh some, i might say some of our we don't have these toilets tech high-tech toilets for example are are very i keep saying our it's not our japanese toilets which are very my, my toilet that i have <laughs> I do not have this type of toilet, but they they can play music or ambient sound. They can play uh, uh, the sound of flushing to mask I, the sound of of whatever you're doing in the toilet. I do which... like the sound of flushing idea. I do not like the idea of having ambient soft music playing because I think that would just make this juxtaposition. That would make it almost worse. There's this lovely background too, and there's birds chirping, and then all of a sudden you hear this like blast of trumpets <laughs> i think it'd be beautiful i think you know you know what i i would just say that if you had one of these high-tech toilets or uh, a fully enclosed stall in a public toilet it, it should also automatically when you shut the door the music should just start right so it doesn't it doesn't discriminate what you're doing so do you know what i mean so whether you're going to the Wake up for number one, or number two, the music will play, so it doesn't give away to others <laughs> if if any music is any sound is leaking out what you're up to, so you can just relax and do your business in peace. So effectively, that you want it to be like elevator music, yeah, but for toilets, yeah. Cool. Well, I will contact the Japanese Toilet Society. Great. The JTS, and I'll get them to consider that thank you and we'll be seeing these in public toilets everywhere starting next week i'm Mm -hmm. sure to finish off this episode i tried to find out whether there were any toilet-based courses you could take (laughs) and i found two and they're a bit different so one of them is from the world toilet college which is part of the world (gasps) toilet organization oh the wto or and this in this case the wtc where they uh, train people, so they, they train people working at different levels in the sanitation value chain, um, from middle management government officials to school representatives to local sanitation workers. They basically teach them how to make their toilets better and how to clean them better and how to keep them better and how to just make them better and healthier and more sanitary. In that sounds great! Yeah, and it's been going. So since 2005, the WTC has trained more than 4,000 people. Wow. It's not a huge program, but, no. you know, they're doing good work. That's brilliant. So where, where do they operate, then? Uh, everywhere in certain countries, including India, China, <laughs> Indonesia, and Singapore. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's, if you live in those countries and you're in that kind of business, and they also, I think part of their mission is to be seen as more highly valued because it should be seen as being more highly valued. Yeah. You know what? In in many parts of the world, including uh, I know for India, for example, it, just toilets in general, it's such a taboo topic. People just don't want to know about it. They don't want to talk about it. Uh, and you know that's a shame because we all need the toilet. <clears throat> We're all yeah. humans. And I think it's also part of it is I don't think there are that many people that kind of want to do it. They do it because they have to. Or, like, they don't want to do the actual job. They do it because they want to help people by doing it or whatever. So I think they're trying to elevate 
the status of it a bit to make it more yeah absolutely that's and, brilliant um so the second course mm-hmm. that i found that i thought was interesting is it so it's an actual course that you can take i i don't know if you can still take it but you could take it in 2019 uh in brown at brown university Ooh. and it's called the private life of the privy a secret history of toilets <gasps> why is it a secret history i do not know is i'm guessing this is all taboo again People haven't been think, talking about toilets for that long. Yeah, I think it's just kind of called that because I don't think most people know about the history that's, of toilets that's, in general That's very anyways. true, yeah. So they go through stuff like archaeological toilets throughout the ages and how it's... I think they also go through like social... Um, yeah, so human attitudes and actions towards them. So like it's the kind of social aspects of them and oh. the societal aspects. So yeah, it's a whole course based on um, toilets. What what do you get at the end? Uh, is it a certificate, a diploma, uh, a you get gold a star? <laughs> um, I, no, I really no, want to do. I really want to do this course, but at the same I think time, you, I think you get one course's worth of credit towards your degree. Oh. Oh, I, I can throw a throw that in somewhere. I've got some time on my hands. Yeah, I mean, it probably is pretty expensive, and it's at Brown probably, University, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't afford that. Mm. I wonder if they'll 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 just I'll you know I'll I'll give them a call. I'll tell Sometimes, them what we're doing. You know, there are a lot of courses <laughs> that are being filmed and put online, so again, we can have yeah. a look and see if they're. Um, and also, we're giving them a, a heads up. Uh, you know, on heads up is the wrong word. Shout um, out. Shout out, yeah. I don't know why I said heads up. We're giving them a shout out. So... Yeah, their, their 2020 enrollment is going to skyrocket for this <laughs> Everyone's going to be knocking down their door trying to get into this course. Oh, that's... I'm so sorry. I'm just really excited that toilet courses exist. That well, I could, this happy. was the only one I could really find that was sort of a university one. One is better than none, though. That's true. Oh, I mean, there'll be plenty of books around about toilets as well. Oh, there was. I did find some books as well. I can't remember what they're called, but there's definitely some history of toilet books and things. Like that. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. <laughs> that's the. Uh, I think that's all the toilet schooling we have for today. Absolutely. We'll bring you more another time. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, every single episode of ours is 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 like a lesson, right? Mm-hmm. A life lesson. Mm-hmm. Because the world is a toilet. The world is our toilet. And now we will go and leave this toilet for a slightly different toilet (laughs) as we sign off. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.